Hi everyone and welcome to Human Design 101. I'm Paula Fehrmann, your host, qualified life trust coach and human design fanatic. I guide my clients to become their own experts by understanding and more importantly living their design. When I first came to human design, I was so overwhelmed by the triangles, squares, arrows and numbers in the chart that I didn't touch it for more than a year. However, my human design experiment has been the most important transformation in my life, which is why I want to show you how you can use your design as a simple tool to heal, transform, integrate, grow and ultimately become your own expert. No more looking for the experts outside of you. Keep listening and learning here on the podcast, reach out for private coaching or book a chart reading with me. Let's talk Human Design 101. Hi everybody and welcome back to Human Design 101. Today I've got a super exciting guest with me, Nicole Enroth. I hope I said that correctly. And she is kind a, of. A, kind of. I love that. It's so kind. It's like kind of like no, but it's all right. <laughs> Um, she is a manifesting generator and I've brought her on today to share her juicy life, real life experiences of what it means to be an MG with you. Um, I, my intention is to show you that it's easy to get into alignment, that you don't need to know a whole lot of human design, just some surface level information to be able to, um, live your design. And before we dive in, I would love um, for Nicole, for you to introduce yourself. And I like to kick this conversation off with the question, who are you today and what has made you the person that you are today? Well, hello, first of all. Thank you for having me. Um, I feel like that's such an such a hard question to ask a manifesting generator. Like, who are you? I feel like the answer um, changes from week to week, but I will give my best to give you a broad answer. Um, I'm in my early 20s. I work within events and marketing, and I've always kind of been interested in psychology and self-development, spirituality, everything kind of regarding like how can I better myself so I have many like interests and human design is one of them mm, yeah beautiful. I'll tell you more soon yeah thank you so much for sharing that it's super interesting that you already say well that changes from week to week because that gives us a um a really nice entry into what it means to be a manifesting generator right because you guys are multi-passionate you are non-linear beings you get excited by so many things and you have the ability and capacity to move fast sometimes even in a superhuman speed and before I let you tell a little more about that I just want to dive into the overall overall purpose of being a manifesting generator which is to show us everybody else what's possible right and for that you you need to be this super excitable interested and fast being but when you said earlier it changes from week to week tell me a little bit more about what that means to you um well first of all like my mood changes, you know, from day to day, minute to minute even, but also my interests. So I often have like periods of time when I'm 
really interested in one topic. I take what I need from that one and then I just move forward and don't look back. So honestly, like how I got into human design even, that's how it happened. Um, I think I listened to a podcast episode or something and then I found the human design app. You know that one? Yeah. Um, and then I started reading about like my my type manifesting generator, took what I needed from that one as well. And then haven't looked back. I still have the app, but I don't use it um, day to day. Mm, thank you so much for sharing yeah. that with us. Yeah, that's actually super in alignment with you because you guys as manifesting generators, you have the energy to dive into things, but you're not necessarily designed to do everything uh, until the end, right? So yeah. I think that's a, a key thing that MGs often take from my reading. And so it's quite beautiful to hear that yeah, it's just really in alignment with your design. And so I want to ask you, when you first learned about human design, when you first got in contact with your design, um, did you feel in alignment with what you were learning or was it quite a big gap between where you were and what you read, what you were supposed to be? I felt really aligned. I felt like I got so, um, so much reassurance from reading everything and I felt like I kind of already knew these things but then the world tells you that you have to go another way and then I got the reassurance and I was like ah this makes sense okay I can do in my way um so first and also after doing the reading with you that was another you know reassurance like you're allowed to think differently or go another way even mm. though the world doesn't kind of encourage you to do that yeah it's beautiful what you're describing because well first of all that's what so many people feel when they come and get a reading and it's just like this push and pull between okay like internally I've got this I've got this gentle whisper I've got this idea that I'm supposed to be doing things this way, but it might yes. not even be conscious. And then you've got the outer world who is telling you, no, you need to do this, mm -hmm. this and that to be successful. And then you're constantly yeah. like jumping in between them. And when you come to human design, you're realizing, oh, okay, well, it's just like a nice confidence boost. You're like, okay, no, I can yeah. really listen to those things that I kind of under the surface already knew. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so when we look at the human design chart, I just want to recap for our listeners what it means to be a manifesting generator. And a manifesting generator has in the chart, they have a defined, so a colored in sacral center, which is the, the second square from the bottom. You'd see that colored in as opposed to white. And then you'd have a connection from a motor, which is the sacral, the root, the solar plexus or the world center to the throat. So you guys have a defined throat and you have this incredibly empowering energy that is helping you to move fast once you've clicked into, um, into action, so to say. But generators, um, sorry, manifesting generators, even though they are called manifesting generators and they've got this little bit of manifestors within them, they are predominantly generators but we divide them from generators because 
they are a little bit different because you are faster. You have the capacity to hold a little bit more and to move quick and to be inspired by so many different things. Um, something that I would love to talk to you about is this multi-passionate aspect. And I know we've touched on it already a little bit, but is that something that you saw um, within yourself growing up? Would you maybe be able to give us a story of you in childhood um, where you already loved to do loads of different things? I remember having like four different hobbies <laughs> at one point. Um, and then I kind of had to choose like what do I want to do because they were all so time consuming. That could be one. But maybe more after I graduated, I think it's high high school. Um, that was when I was thinking like, what do I want to do? Um, like for the first time, because in we have the school system, so we're not allowed to think that much outside the bo box. Um, so that was the first time that the world kind of told you to, you have to choose this one path and you have to stick with it. And me, I was like confused and I had so many different like options and interests that it's impossible to choose like one and then to stick with it. So for example, psychology, um, that's really interesting, but I'm not sure if I would like to study it because I've kind of already took what I needed from that one. And I, I work in marketing. So that's all, also something like, oh, maybe you could go study marketing. But I kind of don't want to study it. I just want to do it and, you know, take what I need from that one as well. Mm, this is so interesting because, of course, um, this pressure to choose the one thing that you are ideally going to be doing for the rest of your life would be so overwhelmingly out of alignment for for you, especially at that point where you feel like the world is really your oyster. There's so many things you can feel drawn to or get excited about and um, the pressure to do only one thing and then even stick with it wouldn't wouldn't feel natural to um, to many people, but especially not to manifesting generators. And it's interesting because I actually know quite a few manifesting generators who work in marketing or used to work in marketing. <laughs> so I wonder what it is about marketing yeah. that draws you. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move to one of the most important things that we take from type. When we start to learn human design, we look at type because it helps us kind of understand how our energy works. And it helps us understand how our energy interacts with the world. And that is what we call strategy in human design. You know that. It's just for our listeners to remember. And your strategy as a manifesting generator would be to respond to your environment as, to, as opposed to initiating just by yourself and to inform your environment what, what you're doing, what you're up to. And this response to the environment instead of initiating, um, I'm curious to hear whether that's something that 
you were doing after you started learning about human design or was that something that was quite a big part of your life already before? Actually, looking back, I think I, I've done it unconsciously for a long time before I knew that was my strategy. So I remember remember uh, my last job that I got. That was I in, kind of informed the world, like, I'm looking for a job. I didn't apply even to that many jobs, like online. And then just out of a coincidence, I heard someone talking, like, this job is available. And that's when I knew, like, that's something for me. And then after learning, learning about human design, I started to, you know, consciously do these things. So for, first, I kind of informed, like, this is what I want. Um, and then I wait for the, the cues. And then I take mm. action. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I'm curious, does that feel um, like that's something that's taking the pressure off you? Because I feel like when people learn that they're not meant to initiate, I mean, unless they're manifestors or a certain type of manifester, when they learn that they're not meant to initiate, some of them think, oh, my God, what? <laughs> But I want to. Why do I need to wait? And there are others who respond more in a way that is like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I don't have to. And I can just wait and then respond. I wonder, I would love to hear what did it feel like for you? I think I feel both. Sometimes it's really easy to just lean back and, you know, start talking about something that you, you want, for example. And then sometimes... If I'm in a hurry, <laughs> then of course it would be easier for me to just take action like on my own. Um, but the fact that my responding, or what's what's it called in the human design terms, responding, yeah, responding. yeah. Um, the fact that that is my how I make things happen, Your strategy, yeah, my strategy, yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean I just sit at home and don't make anything myself like i can still create those opportunities or for example if um i don't know if let's say i'm looking for a job then i can this is a really weird example <laughs> i would never do this but for example i could go to a networking event and start networking that would be like taking action but still not do you understand what i i'm talking about like not taking yeah. action the full way yeah totally it would be it's essentially what you're describing as bringing yourself into an environment where you can respond yes. to things right because yes. that's a thing that I speak to generators and manifesting generators about often um, especially in the winter where we all like to get cozy and maybe we live by ourselves some mm -hmm. people would ask well is there even anything I can respond to if I'm just by myself the whole day and the answer is Yes, because you're responding, first of all, to anything and everything. You're responding to what you see on TV, the podcasts yes. that you're listening to, the things that you read in your book. And obviously, when you're trying to manifest something very specific, like a job, it makes sense to put yourself into an environment where there's loads of things to respond to that are already moving into that direction of the thing that you want to manifest, e.g. the job in this case. And sometimes people are a bit unclear about what the response feels like in the body because 
it is something that's happening in the body as opposed to the mind. And I would love to hear from you whether you could describe to us what your response, your sacral response feels like for you in your body. I just get excited, honestly. It was, I think it was two weeks ago when I was on vacation with my friend. We met this guy uh, who owns a cafe just like 10 meters from the Airbnb we were staying at. And it was really aesthetic. And we looked it up on Instagram, didn't have a lot of followers. Um, and we thought like, hmm, just started talking like it would be fun to do something with them. Um, I posted a picture on my story, I think, from from the cafe. And then later, when we came back, we started talking to the owner. And he was like, actually, I could use some help with the marketing. And it was just like, I got really excited. It was like a click, like, huh, yeah, this would make sense that we would work together or start talking. Um, maybe excitement, most of all. Like, yes, I really want to do this. Yeah, and I love that because what you're ex uh, describing is um, exactly that. The sacral is telling you, yes, I've got energy for that right now or no, I don't yeah. have energy for that right now. And it's really beautiful that you're so tuned into that. And this example that you just gave us is so perfect because <laughs> you weren't initiating. The guy came to you yes. and said, oh, I want to do that with you. Do you have energy for that essentially? And your body yes. was saying, yes, absolutely, let's do it. And yeah. It's so it's so beautiful to see how easy easily things can happen when you're living in alignment with your strategy instead of, you know, sitting on the computer and researching for um, marketing opportunities might have been mm -hmm. a lot harder as just following your excitement, looking at the cafe yeah. that already looked beautiful having a coffee there and a pastry yeah. and, then, and then connecting with the uh, the owner. It's such a, yeah, it's such a lovely story. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, another thing that we find in um, sacral beings, so generators and manifesting generators, is this, um, this thing that happens when you guys override your sacral, when you go, for example, let's assume your sacral in this in this uh, cafe example would have said mm -mm, no this is not for me I don't feel excited and you would have done it anyway essentially your sacral motor wouldn't have turned on for you and you would have maybe felt drained or exhausted while and after you were doing this thing which can lead to a a, a burnout state in which you, people just feel like they don't have energy because they have said yes to things that they're that they were supposed to be a no. Is this something that you've experienced before in your life? Yeah, of course, but much less now than before because I choose the things I do really like carefully. And I'm aware that everything that I'm doing is a choice that I'm choosing to do these things. So it kind of becomes, or I'm just more aware nowadays. Mm, thank you. And so there's this awareness piece that is super important for you in, in the process of um, tuning into what's in alignment and what's not. Is there anything else that you could, um, that you do that you could share with our listeners to um, help honor the decision that sits in the body as opposed to the mind? 
Can you rephrase the question? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you shared about this. You said the most important part for me is honestly just being aware of the feeling in my body so that I can choose um, whether I do something as in or out of alignment. Um, mm -hmm. And you're so, you said you're so much more aware nowadays. And I was wondering whether there was anything else that you did that helped you to get perhaps to this place where you're more aware and more tuned in. Mm, well, of course, like tuning in to myself made me like hear the inner voice or my inner voice. And that made honestly the or decision making overall in my life much easier because now I'm hearing my own voice instead of someone else's. So it could be like small things like what should I get from the grocery store? Today I'm craving this. Okay, I'm going to get this. Or even though I might have eaten the same thing yesterday or I should I should spice it up with something else. But my inner voice is saying that this makes sense to eat now. So that's what I will do. Mm. So it's the intention so we, of choosing yeah. you as yeah. opposed to your conditioning, the shoulds or the outer world. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be like small things, just like what am I going to have for dinner today? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a beautiful example because it really shows you and me and our listeners that it's really easy to practice these things. Like you don't yeah. need to... If you're feeling out of alignment, you don't need to make these massive changes in moving countries or leaving your life partner mm -hmm. or moving house yeah. or whatever it is. You can start really incrementally and in, in, in those tiny little spaces and, and practice there. And then you'll automatically get to a place where you feel so much more connected to yourself and your type. And you will notice how your energy interacts with the world around you. Yeah, and that's also how you build trust with yourself. If you like you can expect yourself to start with the big decisions like career paths or do I move abroad or something in that area. You have to start with the small everyday things. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it's such an interesting thing, right? Because I totally agree with you. We're all on a path of reconnecting with ourselves and really really honing into that self-trust but sometimes I get a little bit sad and think like wow I want to create a world in which you know the people who leave high school and are going to university or, or whatever it will look like back then where they have already created this self-trust where, where that's something mm -hmm. that that is their birthright and that everybody's just just feeling so deeply and maybe by us walking this path now we will be able to create a, gener a generation after us where where it's just you know so ingrained in everybody there's a saying that people say our parents ceiling is our floor so meaning mm -hmm. the thing that our parents really fought really hard for is something that we um perceive as something really like basic <laughs> like yeah of course yeah <laughs> whether we're speaking about children in the next generation or just impacting people in any other way I feel like this would be a really beautiful thing to bring forward um I really agree confidence confident and trusting people yeah 
Okay. Um, the next thing I would love to speak to you about is this really special thing about manifesting generators because you guys are so fast and you tend to have a quickly moving energy, even though you might not necessarily always always notice because it's so just natural to you. Um, you guys tend to need some wind down time for mind and body before going to sleep. Is that something that you resonate with or are you kind of just hit, hit the pillow and you're asleep? <laughs> I resonate with that so much. It's it's impossible for me to just fall asleep immediately if I like I have to have maybe one hour of without any screen or um like I have to put my phone away, computer away. I take my book, I take my journal. Or do like yoga or some somatic grounding practices to just wind down. Mm. Yeah, and I guess it is really a wind down for you, right? Because you've got you've got this force, not forceful, powerful energy that is and can be really on and heightened, and it is really taking yeah. that time to allow it to settle and slowly move back to um, a place where your body is actually going to, able to go to sleep. Um, yeah. So you've mentioned you're doing uh, journaling and reading your book. Is there anything else that you've tried um, that helps you in the wind down process that perhaps a, a listener could benefit from if they're struggling going to sleep at night? Um, I love doing yoga, not just I have a hard time doing it at home, but at a studio, um, going for walks. But I think putting away the screens are key. They take up so much energy we don't even notice. Yeah. That's biggest tip. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. No, I, I think that is really helpful because... Like, even if we're not just thinking about the screen itself, but the thing, for example, if you're scrolling on Instagram, like your yeah. energy is still constantly responding to what you're mm -hmm. seeing, which could possibly kick you into a state where your body's like, no, we want to do that. Oh, I yeah. want to do this. I want to buy that. <laughs> I want to talk to this person. And I guess the step of removing that would be quite helpful. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. The next point I would love to speak about is the informing piece. Um, and actually, as you were speaking about it, it sounded like it is something that comes quite natural to you, is something that you are already doing quite a lot, although most of people don't find it easy um, to <laughs> inform. So I would love to hear, is the informing something that was always natural to you? Is it something that you've practiced and are now better at? Tell me more about your informing process. It's, I think I've always done it, but of course, after learning more about the about my human design, it's something I've started doing more consciously. Um, one way is <laughs> I send um, I send voice messages to my friends, uh, just you know, telling them about my day, about my week ahead, like even about the small things it doesn't have to be revolutionary it's just like today i had my morning coffee in bed the next morning it could be i had it on the go on a walk <laughs> like really simple basic things um then 
of course, before or if I want to manifest something, that's also something that I do. So I start talking like if I want to land a new client, I, I'm um, talking to my friends like, yeah, I have space for one more client. I would like to have someone that is this and or that or, you know, start speaking about it more, just informing in general. Mm, thank you. That's such a um, inspiring process to listen to. I love the specificity of sending voice notes. I think that's something I will definitely recommend to my um, manifest and manifesting generator clients from now on. <laughs> and I think the the informing specific specifically tied to manifestation is also super helpful because essentially what yeah. you're doing is you're getting everybody else on board everybody who can help you and wants to help you is coming and all the other people can stay out of the way to let you move through your creative process by yourself yeah um we'll now move on to the emotional cues that the universe has given us to show us that we're in alignment or out of alignment which in human design they're called the not self theme and the signature and we'll start with the signature which for you is the hybrid of a generator and a manifester and the signature would be satisfaction or peace and i wonder could you tell us a little bit more about what satisfaction and peace mean to you how they feel for you i think mine is actually satisfaction yeah um and the way that I feel that is, you know, the feeling when you're just, you just sit down in your sofa uh, or in a chair, leaning back, you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this makes total sense. I'm so satisfied. Yeah. And then I guess peace in the body and in the mind. Yeah. Beautiful. And are these uh, emotions or states, this like feeling of sitting on the sofa, being really cozy, feeling like, oh, I did that well, or what a good day. <laughs> um, is that something that you consciously notice after you have done something specifically? For example, working or um, connecting with friends? Yeah, I think I notice it pretty pretty easily of course after you start to tune in to yourself more and more those cues like become you notice them more so yeah I would say I notice them pretty much yeah cool um now let's move on to the opposite the not self theme the 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 sign that whatever you've done before or in that day was out of alignment or is an opportunity for you to just check in with that? How did that go? Do I maybe want to adjust that in the future would be frustration and anger. Yeah. Is that something that you relate to? Yes, I do. <laughs> Tell us yeah. a little bit more about that, please. Especially the frustration part. And then now, now that I think of it, maybe anger comes after the frustration um how do i best describe it well just the opposite of satisfaction you know you're unsatisfied you're frustrated that something didn't work out you're frustrated at yourself or often i think 
uh, the external world. You're frustrated at other people in general. Um, and then <laughs> later the anger kicks in and, you know, you're angry. Like, why didn't this work out? And you start questioning yourself. Mm. And it's really interesting you say that because the frustration and anger for MGs actually often show up when they feel like the external world might be a little bit too slow or even the universe is, is a <laughs> yeah. little bit too slow. And it's quite interesting that you say usually it's something on the outside and that can then transfer into being frustrated with myself. And I think this is where human design can be super helpful because if you recognize the frustration and you do realize, okay, something is was out of alignment here and then you get to look at the situation, um, you might be able to skip the step in which you transfer the frustration into yourself because it might have not been anything with you or about you, just like external yeah. circumstances. Um, so that's a super powerful uh, thing to look at. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, guys, the, or the people who are listening might have noticed that I've used specifically um, what's the opposite of open-ended questions? Yes, no questions as I'm speaking mm. with you <laughs> because I'm giving you your sacral, the opportunity to respond. And this is something that everybody can do when you guys are speaking with manifesting generators or generators, use um, yes, no questions. And with the other reflectors, projectors and manifestors, open-ended questions. Um, so as I'm already mentioning this now, I would love to hear from you whether you find it easier to respond to a conversation when when somebody uses yes and no questions i'm laughing over here because this is so funny i haven't even noticed um that you're doing it but it makes total sense because it's it's really hard for me to answer um those types of questions much easier to have the yes or no or two two options like laid out for you and this is funny because we had this fight over and over with um, an ex-boyfriend of mine when he asked, like, what do you want for dinner? And I couldn't give him an answer. It was so super hard. Um, and the moment he asked, like, do you want pasta or pizza? It was, I knew immediately, like, I want that one. Mm. Yeah. That's such a <laughs> super cool real life example. And it shows us how human design can life make life really a lot easier if we yeah <laughs> make these tiny little simple differences we can just smooth out the edges in our relationship and make sure yeah. that we support the people we love in the right way right because why wouldn't you uh, give you <laughs> give yourself yes no questions if i know that makes it easier for you and um yeah so the last thing I love to ask anybody who comes onto the podcast and who's speaking about their type is to share three tips from your point of view that you would give to someone who um, is a manifesting generator and wants to get into alignment. And I know this is not a yes, no question, <laughs> but um, share away. What is it that you would recommend? Thank you for the question. Let me think. I think the first thing would be 
um, to embrace that you're multi-passionate and that you don't have to pick one of your hobbies or interests and settle for that one. You can embrace all of them. Um, of course, sometimes time doesn't allow us to do so. Um, but maybe if you want to study something, you don't have to do a two-year education. You can do a course or, you know, a remote course that allows you to be flexible um, about it. So that would be the first one. Mm, so really kind of like break the rules. Just go with yes. what you want to study and see what's the quickest way for me to get into this and and yeah. drop the rules about needing to do a bachelor's and a master's degree and if you're interested in psychology a book might do for yeah. what you need right now yeah yeah um the second would be <laughs> about the yes or no questions uh you can do this with yourself as well you don't need um partners or friendships or parents even or siblings um you can start asking yourself these types of questions like what do i want to eat for dinner so sushi or pasta or rice or pizza or whatever um and then later on when you have built the trust with yourself then you can start like asking these questions on um other areas of your life like bigger areas not just what are you gonna have for dinner mm. Yeah. Let me think about the third one. Mm, maybe I want to highlight the importance of like informing or responding, actually, both of them. That it's if you have the responding, if that's your, what's it called? Strategy. <laughs> Strategy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to sit in your apartment like all day long. Um, it means that you can create the environment yourself and then later you respond to those like social cues. And also with the informing, if you want to manifest something, then it's super easy to just start talking about it and informing your surroundings like this is what I want to do. Even like start talking to your friends, start posting on Instagram even, like this is something I would want to do. Um, yeah, and maybe <laughs> the voice notes, that's just a fun <laughs> extra thing. Yeah, I mean, you guys do have a defined throat. So this, um, I think it's a top square in the chart would be defined for all of you if you're a manifesting yeah. generator. So it is a lot about using the voice. It doesn't mean that if you have an undefined throat, you're not meant to speak, but because this defined throat is a part of such an important part of your design, just like letting yourself speak without even needing to know what comes out and just practicing yeah. using your voice and being heard um, is a beautiful recommendation. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, Nicole, thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience with our listeners today. Um, before we say goodbye, please let everybody know where they can find you, how they can connect with you, if they want to reach out to you. And I'll put all of this into the show notes too, but just let us know here. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I think Paula will have to put my name over there because it's hard to, 
it's hard to spell out um and yeah connect through instagram that's the best way cool well thank you so much for coming on and i'll see you next time thank you for having me (laughs) thank you so much for being here today and listening along to human design one-on-one with me your host paula fairman I trust that you received exactly what you needed from today's episode and I love how the universe matched us today. If you enjoy listening and learning with me, please leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast so that more people can unlock their true selves and ultimately become who they were meant to be using human design. Until next time, lots of love and bye-bye.